evening and welcome to Watch It I Watch, episode 56. This week, myself and the, the two lads there are going to be talking about the Banshees of Inisherin, the Rig, The Last of Us, and a few other bits and pieces that we've seen, including our weekly dose of reality TV. Mark, how are you? <laughs> you sound you sound like that makes you sad, but inside <laughs> I know. Because I, I respect know. you so much until you start talking about the reality TV. And then I know, I, I know you love it, inside, and that's what makes it worse. <laughs> your joy score just went through the roof at the thought that Love Island is back for another season. <laughs> Christ, it must be season uh, 25 at this stage, isn't it? 45, Mike. Two, they're doing two a year now, so. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, 76. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> a bit like Survivor. So, so they don't, um, hey, I'll hear nothing bad said about Survivor. <laughs> they, uh, well, like it's, it's a completely different format this year. Let me just explain to you. So ordinarily, they take a bunch of boys and a bunch of girls onto the island, right? Mm-hmm. The girls all line up. The boys come out one at a time and pick who they like, right? Oh, wow. Really? And this, con- this continues until someone is left over and that person then has to graft, which is a word that everybody says a lot. It's a word, I think, in the English language you only ever hear on Love Island. So they graft each other, right? And it doesn't mean like in medical terms where they take part of their skin and try and apply it to someone else, or does it? So <laughs> they, they, they do that until they get to a recoupling and someone gets voted out. This year, completely different format, right? This year, they brought a bunch of boys, a bunch of girls onto the island and all the boys lined up and the girls came out one at a time to choose a fella. Oh my God, they supported your expectations. Plot twist. Wait, can more than one girl choose the same guy? Yeah. One stage, some fella, I think, had three girls standing behind him. But no, they have to, like, once, once, so if you're there, you've picked a fella and then the next girl comes along and picks your fella, you get the boot. And at the end, then you're left with the sloppy seconds of whoever's uncoupled. Oh, oh no way. Wow. Yeah, which happened to two, two girls this year. Mm-hmm. And then then after that, the format is the same. So every so often they add a boy or two boys or two girls. Like tonight, I think there's a, a boy and a girl coming in to spice things up a bit. Are these all uh, upstanding and contributors to society? Yeah. There are a collection of social media influencers, models, one farmer. I think you meant no there. Yeah. <laughs> one farmer. Hey, it's a farmer. No, no. Oh, sorry. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's got a feeding farmer. the okay. nation. A farmer in there. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's back. Farmer Will. Shout out to Farmer Will. He's going to get voted off very soon, I would say. Although he is nice. Oh. Yeah. No, it's a bit too early for there to be any scandal, but don't worry. I will keep you and our listeners posted. Okay, I'm back in Will. Come on, Will. Is there any uh, farmer ladies? No. Bummer. Yeah, see? Sorry. That would be a match made in heaven, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, you know, someone who could drive a tractor. Fill a gap. Isn't that it? <laughs> stand, you need someone who can stand the gap on a farm, yeah. right? You want someone with a bit of road frontage, like, you know. So that was Love Island, all right, okay. Uh, what else do we look at? Mike, do you have anything else that, that wasn't on the list this week? I have a couple more things that weren't on the list. Steve, I think Mike is disconnected. Yeah, Keep going. Go on. You remember a few weeks back we reviewed Reboot? Yes. So Reboot was about, um, basically, it was a fictional reboot of a fictional 2000s family sitcom. So yeah. bringing back all the people from the 2000s show into this. It's hilarious, show. as I remember. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Knoxville, Keegan-Michael Key, Rachel Bloom, a couple of other people you remember. Hmm. Your man from Aliens, what's his name? Paul Reiser, for example. Hmm. Lot, 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 lot of good um, faces and, and actors and actresses in there. It's very funny. So we have two episodes left. Watched the second last one last night, and it is it is continues to be very very funny. Um, Johnny Knoxville has turned into a bit of an actor, you know. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's he might never win an Oscar, but yeah. he's not terrible. Like, no, he's not terrible. When, when you think about where he started, yeah, he was falling over for money, basically. <laughs> Getting hurt for money, yeah. Getting hurt yeah. for money, and he's he's um, certainly formed formed a career out of it, but. Um, <laughs> yeah without going into actual funny things that happen but Keegan Michael Key is a very talented comedy actor his timing is, is just brilliant yeah. he's really really good you know um, 
and he like they 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 recognize this and they put a lot of weight on him. Yeah, in the show, like very often it's the scenes that he's in that are the funniest. But um, the the Paul Reiser and what's the name of the girl that plays his daughter? Is it Rachel Bloom? Is that her? Uh, can't remember. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember. But anyway, the the whole father daughter thing is is fairly funny. Also, they have hmm. a couple of fairly hilarious and some quite touching moments. Also, so yeah, it's good. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Hulu. Uh, pick up. Uh, have a look at reboot. Um, let me see. Let me start with Mikey. With us? No, he's not with us. Um, let's start with. Uh, so this is new. I was going, uh, um, he's having technical issues. Uh, let's start with the rig. What do you think? The rig in in the this rig. is on Prime. Yeah. Um, and it is set on an oil rig. Um, a North Sea oil rig. North Sea oil rig, yeah. And um, it has many people that you'd recognize, um, especially uh, Ian Glenn, of course, is kind of the star. He's the or star. He plays Magnus uh, McMillan. He is um, the guy who's responsible for everything that happens on the rig. He's the boss. Um there's some great supporting actor, actors and actresses. Um, one standout is like the stereotypical, you know, oddball bad guy, the guy who goes against the the flow, um, played by Owen Teal. Um, he's in a lot of stuff, and I was who played exactly the same part in the Game of Thrones. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Like literally, uh, he was yeah. a, disgrunt- a disgruntled man of the watch, and now he's a disgruntled oil man. Exactly like. that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's great. Yeah, um, he does it yeah. well. To be fair to him, yeah, he does. Yeah, you don't like him, like you know, straight off the bat. Um, Emily Hampshire, um, as well. She plays uh, Rose Mason. Um, she's yeah. like uh, a representative of the company that owns all the oil rigs. In yeah, the she's an executive. So she, yeah. most people would recognize her as uh, Stevie from Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek, where, she, right. where she was brilliant. Mm-hmm. She was uh, in 12 Monkeys, the series too, actually. Uh, I, I, have to, I have to say, though, I feel like she's not great in this. Yet. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm three episodes in now, four episodes in. Oh, are you? Really? Yeah. Wow. Like I, well, so I'm kind of spoiled the fact that I'm enjoying it, right? Because I That's watch okay. more. That's okay. So yeah. I, I do, I do like it, right? I do yeah. like the show. But I like, I loved her as the friend in um, Shit's Creek. I thought she was really, really good, and the relationship she built up with the dad and all that. Like, I just thought like some of her scenes were really, really touching, heartfelt, and she brought an awful lot of nuance to her character that made her really, really interesting and good to watch. And I don't think she does any of that here. I think, I think it's like. She's she's almost like just a straight laced wannabe upwardly mobile exec. Yeah. There's not a whole load of personality behind it. She's a company there, girl. Yeah. There is like a romantic story arc thrown in, and like I yeah. I could not pick them out as a couple out of a lineup after three episodes. Like, there's a better chance of the two boys from Game of Thrones being in a couple than than those two, to be honest. <laughs> but but yeah. that being said, like like how could it be bad, right? So you have Sir Jorah Mor- Mormont, right, Lead, <laughs> leading leading the fray, and you have Stevie Stevie Bud from Shit's Creek in there. Yeah. You have your man from Line of Duty, Martin Compton. So like that's that's a whole load of people who are great in other stuff. Yeah. There was um, also the guy who was a commander on the wall with Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we, we mentioned him. He's he's disgruntled yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been an ass. Yeah. So it's a great setup. It's a solid base for a series. Yeah, Torn was his name in, in uh and do you want to talk Game about the premise then? We uh, of course not not all goes smoothly, of course. Well, not all goes smoothly. So there they yeah. are busy burying into the earth and pulling out her blood. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they get hit with this strange fog and the fog is strange but the things that happen once you're in it are even stranger 
Mm, there's earthquake type things and alarms going off and all sorts of emergencies and miscommunication, yeah. no communication. No, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought we were going to get another the fog. It was a very like the mist. It's like mm. it's, you remember the mist TV show was out a couple of years. I do, back. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a million miles from that, you know. Yeah, but it's less about the mist and more about what's going on with the oil and the sea and the rig and all the rest of it. Like, um, the the first like we we have a couple of opening shots on episode, season one episode. Obviously, season one episode one. Um, they, they they kind of show the rig and things like that, and then they go for a long shot. And they follow, uh, I think it's Rose, actually, or could be mistaken. It's somebody, anyways, walking in off the rig and going inside. And so the camera comes down. When the camera first starts on the rig, looking at and zooming down towards the person, it's a wow shot. I was like, oh, my God, this is gorgeous. Like, it just, the colors popped. The, they, they do a lot just, with the sea, all right? It's really good to look at. Brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. And then the, the camera pans down and then follows her inside into the corridor. And it, it just did a great job on that shot. It was I, I just thought it was really well done. And it lasted for at least a minute, I think, just that one take. And I thought it was really good because there's a lot of stuff going on. And it's not like that French movie we walked, watched there a few months ago. Remember with the riots where it had it was, it was nearly all shot in one, you know, uh, or... There's one 15 yeah. minute long shot, but but anyway, there, there is yeah. a fascination with oil in TV this year, isn't there? Or in the last mm-hmm. 12 months, yeah, it's topical. But um, it, uh, I thought it looked really good. I thought the from that side of things, I thought it looked great. I thought uh, rig looks great. The environment looks very believable. It kind of looks a bit kind of shitty. You don't, you don't really want to be out there for six months at a time, you know. But it looks functional. There's nothing pretty about it, you know. Um, I thought it looked pretty CGI-ish. Okay, Mike, right? Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, even even from the first scene with the waves coming up, it uh, the first thing it said to me that it was a CGI. Jesus, um, I didn't think that. But okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Would it be could I be a snob and ask you what resolution you watched it in? Uh pretty shitty old one. I I don't have one of your fancy seven foot uh, eight thousand whatever units you want to count in. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Does that mean that you're watching it in seven twenty p? Like, so you're watching high definition. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, right? That that'll do. Right? <laughs> okay, it's not in a crystal LED. I watched it in four K, but don't let that <laughs> don't let that be an issue for you. You know. <laughs> yeah, because um, I I I do remember specifically going. This has to be CJ. You know, thinking back in my head Ooh, but not yeah. being able to identify where it was or where was. the blue screen started or you know I wasn't able to, I, I do specifically remember trying to point it out but uh, yeah. it, it, TV, it, like it you was, say, you know. it was the water really really looked bad for me uh, oh, okay. anything that had water and waves didn't look <laughs> right um, and especially those, those distance scenes where you're looking at another rig in the distance mm. um, didn't didn't look right at all. Um, yeah, yeah. I I really need to pay more attention because I did not notice that. <laughs> all none of my four Ks spotted it. <laughs> there was a bit of Pearl Harbor about it, all right. Now you say it, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't think so. I thought the North Sea looked really realistic, like or Dunkirk. Sorry, yeah. Like um, I, I know when it went underwater and it started mm-hmm. zooming down into where the drilling was happening. Mm-hmm. That that did that looked a bit fake, but that was fake though. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, okay. Well, fair enough. You know, so what okay, else? Okay, well, look. What regardless, else like to give out about Mike. Nail it. Yeah. I uh, the, the well, obviously the diversity hit home like a like a mallet. Um, I oh wow! Up, I didn't even notice. Go for it. Yeah, I looked up the stats. Uh, there's between one and three percent female staff offshore on those uh, oil rigs. I'd say it was about forty five percent in this uh, in this group. So you feel like rig crews okay. are being underrepresented. That's right. Yeah. So I it, it immediately broke the uh, broke the uh, magic of what they were trying to make. It was like, no, this isn't real. You're just fucking sending me some shit here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I'd have thought you'd been well into that, but it, when you first heard the Scottish accent, 
yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was very excited when I when I saw like the lineup of the people who were in it and and the general location and, uh, yeah. and the ruggedness of the whole idea. Fife. Uh, but as soon as they uh, got down to brass tacks, I was like, Jesus Christ, you know, it's, um, uh, and especially that second in command, you know, just telling the captain, oh, I don't think you should be doing that every single time he speaks. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a great way to not have a job anymore. <laughs> this, this is Sir Alistair Thorne, is it? Yeah. Well, he did more or less the same thing in Game of Thrones. <laughs> that was his character name in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So it was. Yeah. I've just yeah. I've just realised who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my case, just saw it. Yeah, my case, my case so far. Yeah, so far. Like, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't say I hated it. I'd say I was disappointed. It was a good idea, um, but they, 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 it was handled the way they did it. I'm with you, but for different reasons. Okay. Yeah, I know. I had the same reaction. I was really looking forward to it, mm-hmm. and uh, then I was sort of like, "Ah, oh, really?" Uh, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few stereotypes and a, there's a few tropey uh, comments in there. Or yeah. there's a bit the writing. Just at times, I was just like, "Really?" Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, was there even a need for that person to shout out that in the background? And are we not going from zero to? like a thousand percent drama without looking at the logical Mm -hmm. you know uh maybe causes of the fog or not straight oh my god we're all gonna die no it's a fog you know you're on the north sea you know (laughs) an unusual fog i'll give you that you know (laughs) you know but uh yeah i i I think you know panicking Mm -hmm. are we ever going to get off this rig it's like hang on it's been like an hour you know (laughs) yeah like if if you've been in that job for like yeah. more than a month you probably have a good idea these things happen you know? yeah fog happens you know yeah. sometimes it's delayed sometimes your, your comms go down you know it happens it doesn't mean oh you God, just look at the waves break out straight away yeah 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 so now mm. i went and watched episode two because mm-hmm. i was like i need to give it a chance and i kind of want it to be good yeah i can't say i'll be watching number three okay okay so even but, with, uh... yeah but i can see why mark would like it <laughs> Don't <laughs> condescend to me. Well, you love the drama. You love the interpersonal drama. Well, I, I, I will confess that I don't love the direction the plot is going, but I, I do think that they've put enough effort into it that I still want to see the mystery unravel. I'm waiting for the final act now to see, well, what does what is this going to tell us? I hope it's not like the Watchers or it's like, like what, what was the other thing we watched recently? Where the, they met the empty ship. What was it called again? 1899 or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I hope yeah. it doesn't end up like that, where it's just like, season two, maybe you'll find out then. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's all a dream. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I think a good a, a good sort of, uh, is it a good comparison? Like, Last Light, it was the other oil, oil TV show that we reviewed recently. Mm. Had Matthew Fox, you know, from Lost. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Remember I told you when we watched that one that I was going to give it one more episode because I felt I, I I owed it to myself because it was mm-hmm. post-apocalypse and that's my favorite time period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I I it took me I think two months to watch the second episode because I kept putting it off for other good TV. Mm. <laughs> and then I watched the second episode and I said, you know what? I, I'm done. You're done. Yeah, I yeah. Give yeah. it a chance. You've got closure, you know. Yeah, I give it yeah. a chance. <laughs> if you can't convince me to watch a post-apocalyptic TV show, then you just don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's I not think me people, it's you. Sh- yeah. people should watch the rig from Amazon Prime. Mm. I can't agree with you. No, I think your time is better spent elsewhere. I think it's a skip. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, we'll have to see to the majority for All this. Right. One. We'll have to, li- yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah. See what the comments are on Twitter. I, I say it with a heavy heart. You I know. I want. I, I really wanted it to be good. I mm-hmm. mean, cast is excellent. You know, it's just mm-hmm. oh, it was nearly there. It was nearly there. Um, let me see. Let me see. The next was Last of Us. Who wants to tell us about the Last of Us? I know Mark does. The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us is a TV show of an amazing PlayStation game. 
which is set in the post-post-apocalypse. So actually, the first episode we watched, which is quite a long episode, it's like an hour and 10 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. It starts off in 2009. No, 2002, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything is, as you would expect, the next thing an apocalypse happens. Comes from nowhere. Um, and then it kind of resumes 20 years later. It was 2003, actually, because 20 years later it was 2023. I, I pointed that out when I was watching it. I said, this is happening right now. Um, so the apocalypse has basically bedded in, as we like to say in the tech world, right? The, um, mm-hmm. the early adopters died first, but most people who are going to die have died now at this stage. And the even the late majority are struggling to stay alive. So um, people are holed up in kind of the last vestiges of humanity. Um, it is very, very dangerous everywhere. Um, and our main character, Joel, meets a young girl called Ellie, and he's asked to bring her to a very far away place. I think that's it. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I potentially said too much there. I'm wondering, but I don't know if I have really. Uh, no, you haven't. No. Yeah. Um, there's someone I want to mention in this because oh, it's surprised that I'm a You're one Olivia Dunham from The Fringe. Uh, no, it was the very, I think it was the opening scene when they're talking about a pandemic and Nelson Big Head, Big Hetty. Um, from Silicon yeah, Valley yeah, yeah, was hosting uh, Josh uh, Brenner and I was going to go I know this guy but then I was like is it your man from Severance because he looks quite like it you know a uh, guy who started in Severance can't remember his name now. and John Hanna was also on the on the yeah, yeah. on the board but uh, like just to see him completely out of normal environment normal character it's pretty good actually yeah. I thought I thought that was a brilliant uh, uh uh, scaremongering reality bites type uh, interview as well because yeah. it, you know he's a TV host and he's doing like a questions and answers type thing and he's two different people from one from each side of the fence on pandemics one explaining going ah it's just a cold you know yeah. and the other one's going no actually we're all going to die if this happens you know <laughs> and he spells out the reality of it and they all go all oh, right <laughs> it's, a, it's a really good intro to it um, it is yeah yeah he's um, so Dr. Newman in this scene who's played by John Hanna, John Hanna was, yeah, yeah. was warning us of the dangers of fungopolis. <laughs> fungopolis, damn, I messed it up. I was practicing that word and everything. So no more, no more yeah. the zompocalypse. Yeah. Fungopolis. Um, fungopolis. Yeah. So what, what you don't want is a fungus to take you over, apparently. Now it's, it's it, yeah, so that's the only deviation from your usual Z Nation uh, zompocalypse type scenario. Well, it's is, later. Is, it's it's later in the kind of the life cycle of the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. You know, it okay, is post, granted, yeah. post yeah, the yeah. Yeah. post-apocalypse. Yeah, um, but That's still spread. Decision, I thought. Which? Skipping the whole apocalypse. Yeah. I thought we were going to get some mileage out of it. And it is. It's, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's four or five seasons out of the first half hour. I know. And like, it, that's it. This was the first half hour. And then you have a jarring change of pace, mm-hmm. I thought. Mm-hmm. And I was just going, oh, wait a minute. You know, now, now it's Mad Max Lander. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, what, what, what do you call the one with uh, Jennifer, what's her face? They went to four different movies. Um, the Hunger oh, Games. Hunger Games, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what it, it struck me as. And I was going, oh, wait a minute. That's, that's not what I signed up for. <laughs> so, yeah. I haven't played the game. The zombies go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but at the same time, the pace, uh, or sorry, the, the the new scenario, let's say, is is, uh, is excellent. I'm enjoying it. It's so like they have a lot of material to draw on because there's, there's so yes. much story in that game, you know. Like uh, that game, you can pump so many hours into because mm. they have additional story elements all over the place. Like you look at a wall and there'd be some graffiti on it, and that graffiti mm. is telling you something about the land that people live in or how they think 
or what's going on. And they do it in this. So that opening scene was all, was almost a frame by frame recreation of the game. Like it was brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I have read that it's like, if you're a player of the game, an experienced player of the game, that some of them are like the rolling uh, sort of between scenes, scenes. Yeah. Yeah. They are, yeah. Yeah, between level scenes, let's say. But yeah, I, yeah. I'm in the middle of the word last for of us. word, nearly. You know that kind of. Way. I, I'm in the middle of the Last of Us two, and after watching the Last of Us, I said, "I got to get me some." <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Fired up the old PlayStation again. Mm. But um, yeah. It, it, so they they start to explain the world to us, right? And it's, essentially, we have Fedra, who you can kind of imagine are some kind of governmenty type overlords. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. they mm-hmm. want to keep the downtrodden downtrodden, keep the mm-hmm. best for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they're essentially the pigs from Animal Farm. And then you have um, the Fireflies, who are a resistance group. Right, they're the rebels mm-hmm. of Star Wars, or mm-hmm. whatever it is you want to call them. And then there's the people sandwiched in the middle who just don't want to be involved. And when this starts out, Joel is that person. Right, he does not mm-hmm. want to be bothered by anyone. Right. He's got his own plans of what he's going to do with his life. And he would really just like to be fucking left alone. Um, and him and um, the girl from Fringe, whose character's name escapes me, they're trying to get on with what they're getting on with. And events kind of overtake them. Um, and I, I think it's a, it's, it's a really compelling story, right? Because like everyone is really just doing what they have to do to survive, like leaving the Federal out of it, I guess. But it makes them do so much that you would consider to be fairly extreme, right? Yeah. Mike, where would you like to start giving out about this show? <laughs> um, so, at the beginning, there was an annoying kid. And I don't want to do any spoilers, but that problem was uh, resolved. Only, <laughs> only, only for it to pop up like a mushroom on the mushroom bed. <laughs> More fucking kids. No pun intended. In a fung- <laughs> fungopolis. Yeah, fungopolis. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm long on record as not being in favor of children having a speaking part. It's um, a unique system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm a little disappointed that it's clear there is going to be that uh, throughout the series. Um, I mean, for me, this is just a revisitation of where's Carl? (laughs) (laughs) Good old Carl. Yeah. One of my favorite deaths in the last 10 years, actually. (laughs) Did you like the way he went out? Or were you just glad that he died? I was just glad he died. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't wait for him to be killed. I couldn't believe yeah. how long he survived. I, I, I don't think anybody's ever taken so long to die in the history of mankind. Yeah. Um, but that we can talk about that in a minute if you like. Yeah, have that, you finished Walking Dead, have you? Uh, no, no. I'm I'm debating whether it's worth another 20 hours of my life. Is it a, you've got a full season to watch? I think I've watched five of the, of the last season. Don't bother. I can yeah. I can say it to you now. Don't bother. If you like, if you like, if you really want to stick in yourself, watch the last episode. Okay. Okay. And I can guarantee you, right? Even though you'd have missed sixteen hours of television, mm-hmm. you won't have to ask a single question. Right. Okay. You go. Oh yeah, I get it. More or less the same as the other seasons. Then only not as good. There's no Negan now. Well, there is, but he's not even really yeah. Negan anymore. Yeah, and it's done. <laughs> yeah, and that's it's done. Yeah. Oh man! And then this the, the one I saw. This is what I wanted to talk to you about more than anything, really, was then they start, they basically go, the walking is over, but the universe is just beginning. And it starts to talk about all the fucking shows they're making. Uh, and I'm like, you're, you need to stop. Just stop. Like, <laughs> like you know, that Rick movie, that's becoming a TV show now. Oh, jeez. Yeah, oh, they really? couldn't make a movie out of it. Like, yeah, they couldn't make a movie out of it. So, and, oh, Jesus, they have a lot of other people they're doing. And like, anyway. But they just, they just need just, to take a baseball to somebody's skull. He really should have just gone fucking hitting a few home over, runs, I think. Over again. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they just, they just got fucking lost. Like, The Walking Dead was a great property. Yeah. And it had a good cast with a couple of standouts. And the standouts left and nobody realized 
mm-hmm. and they thought they thought that the people they had left were just as good, but they weren't. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then I can imagine that the writers' room at the start of each season goes, "What are, what are we going to do this season?" boys and girls and then everybody laughed and they go we're just doing the same thing again with different people and then they go oh I know I was just joshing Um, so who's the big bad in this season that we think is good initially but turns out to be bad actually speaking Um, of writing there was one or two shocking shockingly bad writing incidents in in episode one of The Last of Us Yes. Are you sure? Um, mm. Yes. There, the, the one that stands out for me is there's something exciting happens at the end, which mirrors something exciting that happened at the start. So, yes, because we, the audience, are, are that fucking stupid, they decided that not only would they have the same thing happen again, they'd actually give us a flashback. A flashback. For a second. <laughs> Uh, remember this happened that's why this is happening (laughs) thanks for the spoon I I, I had my face in my I had my uh, face in my hands locked Uh, there there was a bit of spoon feeding there which doesn't happen in the game right Right. because in the game you get from Joel's performance it's amazing that I can say that about a video game right you get from his performance that look the hurt is just buried deep into the bones now and there's no room for anyone to come in like yeah. and uh, and I think we'll get that from the Mandalorian as well I think he'll do that 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 same job I'm looking forward to seeing oh, his yeah. performance his yeah, portrayal yeah. of Joel mm-hmm. uh, Pedro Pascal Pascal, Pascal. yeah season yeah. 3 of Mandalorian's coming by the way just so you know why well they need to sell more Grogu toys do they well I'm hoping they've <laughs> taken on the feedback you know yeah, we'll see we'll see um, on the positive side, I, I yes. thought Pedro Pascal was very good. Yeah, he's a very reliable kind of a yeah, solid. Actor. Yeah, um, no quibble with him know, the, at all. Yeah, um, you know, no matter what he's given to work with, he'll he'll do the job for you. Yeah. Um, so are yeah, you for sure. Fam- are you boys familiar with the story of Annie? As in the crappy movie with the red-haired girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if you're being reductive enough, uh, <laughs> Michael. Is, is there any way you could say that to make it like less worse? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, not familiar. Okay, well, she's taken in by Annie is taken in by Mr. Warbucks, Daddy Warbucks, right? Mm-hmm. And initially, Daddy Warbucks is a businessman. And she's more or less like a microwave he got, right? And then gradually over time, she wears on him. And when Annie is done well, you see those character arcs. And it leads to a couple of tender moments in the final act where Daddy Warbuck, you know, he's going to let love back into his life and he kind of embraces her and adopts her and all that good stuff, right? So there's a part of me watching this first episode wondering if we're going to see elements of that kind of a story arc in this show. Hmm. Um, and I think that that will be played. Like, I know Mike, you don't like children with speaking parts, <laughs> but I think they might've found the right kind of, uh, <laughs> cause do you know who she's playing? She's playing an older version of Newt from aliens. Okay. Though it hasn't been revealed yet. You know, right. she's a bit of a survivor in her own right. And uh-huh. she is quite tough. This is yeah. the character Ellie. Ellie, Ellie. Okay, yeah, what yeah. Talking about, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So there's actually a, an arc for the two of them to go on here that I think is going to be really enjoyable to watch. Well, yeah. I mean, if she just showed us her capabilities instead of speaking at all, that would probably work quite well. No, it's not her first rodeo, like. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? Also, Mike, in Fairness, the game, yeah. I don't know if they're going to do it in the TV show, but in the game, mm-hmm. she liked to tell jokes. Uh-oh. She had a, she had a book of jokes, <laughs> and I know this because I spent a lot of time trying to trigger the circumstances that would allow her to tell them, so that I could get the trophy for having told all the jokes. You're sad, man. <laughs> I am very sad. Yes, I'm aware. Yeah. I had less for doing back then, though. I had less children. Yeah. Um, the 
scenery, the shooting of it. Um, they, they do a good job of making it pretty fucking grim. It does look like the Judge Dread Dead Earth kind of uh, situation. Um, yeah. And poor old Boston. What on earth did they do to Boston? I know. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they uh, gave it an old sweep. <laughs> I, was, I was going to say, they do yeah. a really good job of showing that kind of devastation, don't they? Yeah, poor old Congress Street and a heap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think overall, I'll probably watch another episode of this. I'm not, I'm still sort of on the fence. I'm only watching the mm-hmm. second one now, really? just for closure, just in case. But um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping to be, uh, fair enough, to be, to be surprised. No, it, I enjoyed episode one. But like we said, there were issues, a couple of them with the clangers, with the writing and the, and the flashbacks, uh, not mm-hmm. needed. That kind of, like, it just annoys me. I, I know I get annoyed being spoon fed. You know, you haven't um, even seen the clickers yet. I know, right? <laughs> I know there's loads more to come, but they've got a they've got a fair distance to cover. Like, yeah, you know, we already know there's two missions. There's bound to be more yeah. mini missions. You know, so well, every good video game has side missions. Exactly. Yeah. So, Mikey, anyway, are you gonna watch that's more? where I am. I'll I'll give like Steve. I'll give it one more. Yeah, I don't know what um, the fuck is wrong with you people. I really don't. This is amazing no, television. I, no, I, that's the thing. And I, yeah, we're too cynical at this stage. We've just been hurt too many times. Um, but uh, would I recommend it? Yeah, I'd recommend it for someone who likes the genre. Uh, Zombopocalypse, uh, post-apocalyptic. Or Annie. Sure. Don't forget to include Or Annie. Or, or Annie, Annie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Pedro Pascal, you know. Yeah. He gets a lot yeah. of screen time, so. He does. Um, right then. The last thing we looked at is uh, Banshees of Inishir and uh, this one Mike is going to tell us about this one he's the only man who could only one who could he's the only one who could tell us about this point of order (laughs) the end of last week's episode it was proposed that we should talk about this movie Mm. and I believe I actually have it recorded in last week's episode saying Mark don't do it it's going to be shite we're wasting our time Mm. Right, just want and, people to remember that. And okay. then Mark said, "But it's Martin McDonough, remember?" And, it, and it's topical, and they've won awards, so we need to talk about it. Mm. Yeah, true. And we were right, Mike, weren't we? You loved it. <laughs> we knew you were going to love it, Mike. Right. Look at. Let's give him the on ramp. Okay. Let's give Come him on, the on ramp okay, to, to the freeway of his disdain. The Banshees of Inisherin tells the story okay. of two okay. men in a platonic relationship. Who try and have a breakup? Yes. Right. Go, Mike. So, did you ever have a friend who's or a colleague who's really, really, really good at something? So good, they did it time and time again that it got to the point where nobody ever questioned him mm. because he's the man. Yeah. But then the day comes when he fucks up, and nobody. Because of his social capital, has the balls of the wherewithal to say, "Hang on, stop! <laughs> this, this is not a good idea." <laughs> and I think that is exactly what happened with this movie. Um, okay, well, tell us been, more. He's been very, very successful over the years, uh, both as a playwright and and in terms of making movies. Um, and I am. Something of a fan liked his movies. Haven't seen the plays, but uh, this one, this one is, is is a step too far. So basically, what he's done is it, he sat down to write a story. And he says, "Okay, we're going to need a conflict." However, I can't be asked thinking of a reason for the conflict. We're just going to start at the conflict and. Then, you know what? I don't really like that hero's journey thing. We're, we're going to dispose of the traditional story structure. There, there isn't going to be any resolution here. And then, you know what? I really miss the 19th century times of London caricatures of Irish people. So I'm going to make a new one. And to make it even funnier, I'm going to get Irish actors to play it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking hilarious? Um, These are sort of like Brendan Gleeson 
with the way you're talking there. All, all, <laughs> you look and sound like him. You just need a beard. <laughs> on bigger ears. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my my overall thesis is that if the writer producer wasn't really famous and didn't have Gleason and and uh, Colin Farrell's numbers on speed dial, this would never have been made. This would never have passed any sort of fucking editorial review. They just said, "Look, the structure is shite." The fucking um, the, the, there's just there's no movie. You know what you're doing is basically doing a tour stad for Ireland, uh, which is grand. Bring in bring in some dollars, uh, well needed, but you've no product. You absolutely have no product. Um, I I would I would describe this as like for somebody who'd never seen the movie. I'd say imagine the field. And then just make it shite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were heading for an amazing exposition. Yeah, yeah let me do <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make it shite. <laughs> um, yeah, it's halfway to Diddley Island. In fairness, yeah, you, know, you know, landed leprechauns and all that. It has a little bit of that, but uh, you know, up the morning. Can I? There, can there I is. It's sure. it's kind of heading that direction. I'll give can you that. I, yeah. Can I try and counter here, right? Because you're yeah. you're claiming that there's no story here. You're you're saying where's the start, middle, and end? There's no yeah. start. There's no end. There's just a bit mm-hmm. of dancing around the middle. Yeah. With yeah. some with some tourism ads, and then it's yeah. over. And I'm like, and I, I disagree, <laughs> right? Mm. It starts with. Two formerly very good friends, mm. right? Yeah, and that, no, I'm, I'm not going to spoil the, the the plot for people listening, right? But there there is mm-hmm. a story I can talk about, right? Mm-hmm. And then it gradually mutates, right? That that relationship gets very very complicated over the mm-hmm. course of the movie, mm-hmm. and when it gets to the end of the movie, and there is an end, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> they're both in a very different position from where they started. Right, they both are different people. I would, I would almost wager. Right, one of them is unemployed. I think I can say with that spoiler. <laughs> but um, but they're but they've changed a lot through the course of the movie. Like, is that not what telling a story is about? No, they didn't resolve the problem. But he he always leaves things unresolved. That used to be something you were so proud of. Whenever you would do that, you would glow and say, "They never told us who killed the dog." <laughs> you would say, "Yeah." But in this case. <laughs> And you'd be delighted it's, for not being spoon-fed. It's laziness. It yeah. is laziness. Laziness. I mean, is it though? Is it though? In a two-hour, 20-minute movie, I, it's laziness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so look, can I, t- can I tell you my experience, yeah. right? Okay. I had I slept in on Sunday morning last week, right? Mm. Which is something I try not to do too much on Sundays because then... You can't sleep Sunday night and you're late, you're waking up then mm-hmm. groggy going into work on Monday. So mm-hmm. I like to be firing all cylinders. Anyway, mm-hmm. couldn't sleep. I finished an episode of a TV show and I said, what do I do now? I should probably just try and sleep. And I said, you know what? I'll put on the Banshees of Inishir. That's going to be all dialogue and I'll be asleep mm-hmm. in minutes probably <laughs> if I do this. Mm-hmm. And it just gripped me from start to finish. No, I don't think it was that it didn't put me to sleep. I think I just couldn't sleep. That was mm-hmm. what was going on. But I, 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 did, I was very, very interested from the second I turned it on. I thought that the performances were really, really visceral. Like like the, the sister, the Sudavon sister, I'm not sure who, who plays her, but she was very good in mm. a, like, something. a nuanced uh, role of the well-intentioned sister who just can't do everything. Kerry He's Conn, dull, Siobhan. He's always brilliant. been dull. Yeah, <laughs> and there's an amazing subplot. Yeah, amazing. For, for me, sub- she was like Mrs. Doyle without the mole. I think that's incredibly <laughs> reductive. Now, incredibly <laughs> reductive. I there was there was a lot to her role, right? Because she was she was trying to be you know a woman trying to forge life for herself. Mm. You know, a sister to um, a bit of a no hope and brother played by Colin mm. Farrell. Right, mm-hmm. and part of a community, and she's trying to reconcile yeah. all of that as as it goes on, and she's on a journey of her own. But what about Dominic, played by uh, Barry Keown? Barry Keown, oh, don't get me started about that what, fucking thing. Where that was, is his Golden Globe? He, I hope he gets an Oscar yeah. for. I hope he's nominated Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. 
because I thought Definitely. he was the, uh, talking the best. No, no, absolutely. But that, he that absolutely nails. Was brilliant. That plot line was every scene he was in. That that scene down awesome. by the lake it, was just the best he scene. Worked. It was the best scene yeah, in the movie. Since Tom Cruise, I don't mean. mind the actor. Look, it was a Limerick accent. <laughs> don't mind that, right? It's not, it, like it, they're not going to try to do an Iron Islands accent or uh, wherever. Uh, Ackle Island. Do you know what? They got all the accents right in the field. Different movie. Yeah. Grand, grand Mike. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> we're, not, we're not going to win you over, but I do think it's worth defending yeah. the film, though. I agree with Steve mm-hmm. that, that whole scene down by the lake, we're not spoiling anything. Yeah. But that plot line with Dominic was brilliant. But he's br- like, just the, the, the nuances he, he had of people who are like that. Like, you've met people like mm-hmm. this yeah. that are just, they're just ADD'd. ADHD off their face you know they just can't stop thinking of different things and then you can see them trying to concentrate but while they're trying to concentrate their eyes are just going oh look at the castle oh look there's a tree over there you know you can see that he's not, it's not quite connected yeah. there's and a disconnect every, every but he's got these little fidgets and he's got it nailed he was brilliant brilliant every character apart from the two barkeepers right the two the guy, uh, John Man, Kenny and John uh, Kenny Pat and Short, Pat Short. Uh, yeah, every character apart from them yeah. I thought was really believable and uh, multifaceted three dimensional whatever pick your pick your yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cliche but like yeah. th- what about the guard for example yeah. like he had very little screen time but yeah. I felt like I understood that character well and we could see his flaws like uh, yeah. And they were all so wrapped up in themselves. Like everyone in that movie had an impact on everyone else in the movie, but none of them were very aware of it um, a lot of the time. Very good point. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought it was just so interesting to watch because that's people though. That is real life. Like, and I thought it's, it's, it's a tremendous to be able to capture that in writing. Now I have seen criticisms, right? Which I, I, I don't think are true to the movie. Um, and look, it, it really is a simple story, right? That's not what it's about. It's the journey in the simple story, you know. Um, there are comparisons. I know there's a, the backdrop to the Irish Civil War, and, uh, you know, it's debatable. And whether, why? Well, well, Except to distract us from the sheer a, boredom of the nothingness I that's going on. I think it was intended to be a juxtaposition, <laughs> really, you know. So, uh, and and, and it, it, it's, you know, it, it sets the time period as well, that kind of thing. Brother on the mainland, the brother against brother on the island, so clever. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so there, there's that. But look, uh, I will absolutely say that this isn't a movie for everyone. You know, I, I don't think it's for everyone. I, but those that I think will like it will really like it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, re- I really enjoyed it. I know there's flaws in that, but mm. I enjoy it. It's one of those movies that, you know, you think about afterwards. I know you just like me about this, Mark, and go, you mean it was a shite movie that you thought was better later? <laughs> it's not what I mean. I, I think there was more that I had to process later. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I realized, oh, yeah. That bit means that because because I was concentrating on the movie at the time that you don't mm. well I don't process at the time and sort of go yeah, oh there's a little nuance there and that links to this and, we and that's what that, meant by this whatever slagging yeah. I do yeah yeah you know what I mean you know what I mean yeah. I think there was a lot of that after this movie um, and there's still as we're talking about it now I'm going to just go, oh yeah that bit there yeah, that's what I meant yeah yeah, yeah see what you mean you know um, I really enjoyed it I, I I don't know if it's or Golden Globes I haven't watched the other movies that came out but it's it's uh, very well made I. I wasn't looking at my watch. Time flew. I was like, it was two and a half hours. What? Mike, you will know. you cede to the majority? Absolutely not. No, I don't. I would, see, I, I wouldn't recommend I would it to say, Mike, you see, for yeah, example. I, I recommend <laughs> it to people like Mrs. Brown's boys. You know, let's let's have a laugh. I hate Mrs. Brown's boys. <laughs> yeah. Really entertaining Paddy. You know, he's so stupid. <laughs> no, you see, I didn't see it that way either. I know. I, I didn't did, think that's what they were trying to do. Because yeah. now, if they had like a far and away mm. accent, I'd be annoyed. Or uh, what was that other Irish movie last year? Um, sort of set. It was, I think it was filmed in Navan or Cavan or somewhere. Can't help you. It was an Irish actor, uh, Jamie. What's his face? Jamie Dornan. Yeah, and he put on an Irish accent that wasn't an Irish accent. It was like a diddly eye accent. And you're sort of going, what the fuck? What, what are you doing? You know. <laughs> Whereas these these people, you know, they actually had a, a reasonably west of Ireland, midwest Ireland so uh, accent. Two, two thirds accent, of us so. think this was good. We probably wouldn't recommend it to everyone. 
I would yeah, just before we yeah, I know you. It was actually hilarious in parts, I have to say. Beautiful, beautiful uh, shots. I will get oh, yeah. that. It's filmed really nicely. It yes. Uh, Cinematography is great. Yeah. 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 Um, tourism. Tourism. Portfolio. Yeah. The script itself, the dialogue, really not memorable at all. Nobody's going to be quoting this movie in 10 years. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. But it doesn't mean that the dialogue wasn't good. Don't mind Mike. He, he was always dull, Mark. He was always dull. And, and the music. The music <laughs> is just. Some of it was actually grating on your ears. It was awful, yeah. The music was awful. I would agree with that. Um, so, um, Mike, I- I'm worried that if you keep talking, you might turn people who would really love this amazing movie away from it. <laughs> and the opposite, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For people that hate watches, just to uh, agree with Mike. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, next week, gents. Mm. We're going to take a look movie. at a Night Court. A reboot of a 1980s courtroom comedy drama. Oh, we are? Okay. Yeah, I've already put it on the sheet. That's how far ahead of the game I am, Steve. Mike, you're going to tell us about some movie. There is a movie I think we should watch as a counterpoint to this abomination that just uh, won the Golden Globes. It's called Ennis Men. It's uh, set in Cornwall, 1973. Um a lady goes to an island as a uh, observer of nature, specifically a rare flower, and strange things start to happen on the island. When did that come out? Are you making uh, this last up? Week? Oh, no, it's E-M-Y-S-M-E-N. Okay. And I'm just going to put it out there right now. I think it's going to be a far better movie. Than Banshees of Inisherin. Okay, let's do it. So you get to see if is it Welsh? No, Cornwall. You said Cornwall. If the, if the uh, southwest of England is better than the west mm. of Ireland, is that word? That's what it's. What's at stake here? Yeah, it's, it's like a throwdown death match kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. And we'll throw something else on as well. I I'll go and pick something. Right. Cool. All right. From Mike, Mark, and Steve. Stay classy. Stay classy. Stay classy.